So I've been on the air here for what, like 16 years, which kind of blows me away. I started across the hallway with our sister station, QLZ, uh, a rock station, knowing that I wanted to be in talk radio. And <laughs> somehow they let me get on talk radio and uh, do a show. And that was Saturday session. Some of you might actually have been listeners all the way back then. But um, things progressed. My career advanced more and more. Got my uh, degree in communication, worked towards a master's in communication and political studies, and uh, then pieces just started falling into place, and I become a, uh, uh, a essentially a talk radio journalist where I cover what's going on at the Illinois State House and uh, bring it to you here each and every weekday morning. Uh, but uh, in that time, I've also kept pretty close tabs on what's going on with Springfield City Government. Uh, even though I'm not a resident of Springfield, I live in South Sangamon County in a village, uh, but I spend a lot of time in Springfield. I spend a lot of tax dollars in Springfield. And each and every Wednesday, we bring you the council roundup here on WMAY, a review of what happens at the Springfield City Council meeting. And I've been doing that, gosh, I think for like 13 years now. And we won an award like the first two years that we were doing it. And then I just, I was done winning awards. I'm like, okay, let's just, let's just do the work. I don't need to be awarded with accolades, except for if you want to call me and you know, share your praise. That's fine. Uh, 217-629-7970. Uh, but in that time, I was uh, monitoring the 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 city council. Uh, I've seen several administrations, one being former administration uh, mayor Mike Houston. And uh, if you remember all of the the Shredgate stuff that happened, uh, and 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 Houston had to, you know, weather that storm uh, with uh, police files being destroyed uh, and all the questions around that. That was a big saga back in like 2012, if you recall. It's unbelievable to think that was 10 years ago. But regardless, um, Mayor Houston, who had served as mayor before uh, back in the 80s, uh, came back in you know the 2010s or so and, and ran and got the office. But then that controversy erupted and uh, voters decided to go a different direction after Mayor Houston's term in office. And that was when Mayor Jim Langfelder came about. And uh, Langfelder has a history as well with his father, Ozzie Langfelder, being uh, mayor of Springfield back in the day as well. So some interesting history here. Uh, so I got to see Mayor Houston uh, for the first time in a while yesterday when I went to a campaign announcement for uh, the incumbent mayor, Jim Langfelder. Um, got the news event release. was like, OK, I'm going to go check this out. Uh, then I see Mayor Houston come in. I'm like, what are you doing here? Well, he was there to uh, make an end endorsement of Jim Langfelder. And uh, this is how that played out yesterday at Langfelder's uh, campaign office in Springfield. And here's Mayor Mike Houston. For those of you that may not be familiar with my background, I served as mayor of Springfield from 1979 to 1987 and from 2011 to 2015. Buddy Cap is the only Springfield mayor who has served as mayor longer than I did. And he served four consecutive terms from 1931 to 1947. You know, because I held public office, people look at me and they say, I'm a politician. Well, I've always considered myself to be a, a professional manager and if you look at my background, basically it is in banking. Except for my time in city government, if you look 
at my education, my background, my experience. It has been in the private sector, primarily in banking. And prior to going into office the last time, I was the chairman, president, and CEO of Town & Country Bank. Now, one of the things that I've, I've learned over my career is that there is no substitute for experience. And if there is one position where that is absolutely true, that is the mayor of Springfield. City government operates 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Whoever is elected mayor is responsible for the public safety strategy for the police and fire. The mayor will need to balance budgets, encourage investments, strengthen neighborhoods, and improve and maintain our streets and sewer. So again, that's uh, former Mayor Mike Houston uh, making his endorsement of the incumbent Mayor Jim Langfelder. Langfelder faces current Treasurer Misty Busher, who's challenging Langfelder in a two-way race, and that election is April 4th for the city of Springfield. So it's interesting to see uh, Mayor Houston there, and uh, one question I did ask is something I hear a lot of uh, from uh, different administrations and older people under those administrations, and that is a lack of communication too often. It seems, and we saw some of this uh, last uh, last city council meeting, and it seems to be a persistent issue, regardless of who the mayor is. There's not that uh, that that open of communication, at least according to some older people who feel like they get blindsided by news stories instead of being told up front that something's coming down the pike. And uh, the Mayor Houston and Mayor Langfelder both said, listen, it's a two-way street, right? I mean, they, they never declined to take phone calls from older people. Uh, and uh, they, they have to reach out to the mayor and uh, have these conversations just as that more can be done by the mayor reaching out to older people and having conversations. So, you know, it's, it's an interesting uh, dynamic when it comes to uh, how all that plays out. And, of course, there's sometimes politics involved, right? But we saw this a little bit with the issue of the Wyndham City Center and the debts that they owed for uh, past due utilities. And I asked about this yesterday with um, uh, Mayor uh, Jim Langfelder there uh, taking questions after getting that endorsement from uh, Mayor Mike Houston. And uh, again, just a background, if you missed the uh, council roundup on Wednesday, uh, all their people were uh, raising concern about a debt that was essentially waived. Uh, by the Langfelder administration without alder people having a say in it, an official out-in-front vote on whether or not to forgive a quarter million dollars in that uh, in that uh, that fee that uh, the Wyndham City Center owed. So I asked uh, Mayor Langfelder, shouldn't aldermen have had a vote on that? And uh, here's some of what uh, Mayor Langfelder had to say yesterday. Well, they, uh, it's 1.2 million that we collected, uh, and you, you'll have to listen to the audio. I'm not going to second guess, or you know, everybody's going to hyperbolize what happened. And I think uh, you know, I uh, I haven't listened to the audio. I just have a good memory of what Talking transpired. About it, uh, executive and, uh, session. It's being reaffirmed uh, when I think there's four council members that listened to the audio for various reasons. Uh, but it was uh, clarified that you know we were everybody was on the same page. Uh, the Wyndham was on the brink of bankruptcy, closing the doors. So they were going to shut down and we we're trying to keep it open as a hotel. 
So we had, and this was before David Mitchell came into the picture. So David Mitchell comes into the picture and he's trying to sell the property. And what's the discussion all about? I mean, you participate in this sometimes painstakingly hours and hours of discussion as about keeping hotel rooms. And that's why that project went south. So we can second guess or they can, you know, people can second guess all they want. Bottom line is the Wyndham or the owner paid for all the utilities, paid for the electric usage, water usage. What uh, we waived was the meter charge. They have like, it's an antiquated system. They have like 12 meters or, you know, a dozen meters in the hotel and you get charged for each one. So that's an add-on fee by the utility. Same with the uh, infrastructure, it's called a demand charge, where we build out the infrastructure and it's an ongoing monthly charge that they charge. That was the other uh, point we uh, waived uh, with regards to that, what we fair, felt, uh, one, we wanted to make sure we got the payment and definitely paid for our utility usage because that's true costs that were out and that's what we uh, collected. Well, I think the question was, why shouldn't there have been an alderman vote? Well, I think, uh, you have to ask Corporation Council from my, he has explained it to me, so he should explain it to you. Uh, you know, there's uh, situations where they do from time to time work out uh, payment arrangements, things of this nature, and that's one of those times that it was worked out. But good follow up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised Greg didn't do it. <laughs> well, you know, that's uh, how it works is I asked the initial question, why shouldn't Alderman have had a vote in this? Uh, and the mayor gave that long answer. And then uh, one of my uh, colleagues from a, a different media outlet uh, reiterated the question. Uh, <laughs> but I think the question was, why, why shouldn't Alder people have a chance to vote on this? Uh, so uh, interesting to hear that. But if, uh, that's going to be an ongoing issue because, of course, we're going to get the executive session tapes he was referring to released at some point uh, to, to hear exactly what the conversation was like behind closed doors for that executive closed door session. Uh, so interesting to see that. Uh, again, Mayor uh, Houston uh, endorsing Mayor Langfelder over Misty Busher, saying that it's all about experience. Uh, but you also have the ongoing controversy of a quarter million dollars being forgiven for the Wyndham City Center being addressed yesterday as 